Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We've all got a lucky friend, the one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly that TV's on sale. Some people always seem to get the best opportunities or the best deals. Well, now some people are all people at AT&T because AT&T is giving all of their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. That's right, everybody can get in on great AT&T deals all the time. Visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Everybody, y'all listening to the voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. First of all, I want to say thank you to everybody who uh, offers me uh, encouragement with my uh, moments of inspiration in the moment in the morning. Um, I, I want to say this to you. Um, a, a lot of times, I'm I'm saying the things that I need to hear. Uh, now, I've heard from a lot of people that they really appreciate it and it benefits them and it's helped them in so many ways. I thank you for saying that. But you all helped me too, and I thank you for that. You know, I don't have to uh, be in the position I'm in. I'm in this position because of God's grace and mercy. 
in my life. And, um, you know, I work hard. I do. I, I'll, I'll admit that. But I've, I've learned over the years that, you know, you got to give God to something to bless. You know, a, a lot of us want blessings, but we ain't got nothing in action. We ain't moving, you know, to give God nothing to put his hand on, to touch on your behalf. And that's what I've tried to do. I've tried to work hard enough to give God some stuff that he can put his hands on on my behalf. You know, I take meetings when I ain't really sure how they're going to go, but maybe God will go in there and touch somebody on my behalf. I don't know, but he can't touch nobody on your behalf at the meeting if you don't take the meeting. You know, if you don't go and try and make the sale, if you don't put the call in to make the sale, God can't touch nobody to make them buy. You, you feel me? I mean, you know, and I ain't trying to make it sound like people around me or I know ain't doing nothing. I'm just telling you that the way I've discovered it. Now, there, there could be another way. I have not discovered it yet. So doing my little moments of inspiration, I, I can only come from what I know. But I do thank everybody for the encouragement uh, from time to time. I just want to say thank you, too. But I'm, a lot of times I'm trying to get myself through some things. So here's a good one today. Okay, you ready? Uh, everybody and anybody can pray. See, that's the thing about prayer. Everybody and anybody can pray. See, and, 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 and let me say this to you. What you got to lose by praying? What, you, you ain't got to make no spectacle of it. It don't say you had to go to the center of the uh, courthouse, get on your knees on the other side of the metal detector, and cry out. That ain't how God works. You ain't got to show out for God. God will do all the showing out. You, you, all, you, all you got to do is do. You lead the showing out part to God. He going to clown for you. Please know. He going to show you off to everybody who need to see it, and especially your enemies. So you lead the showing out part to him. You can pray. I mean, everybody and anybody can pray. Prayer is for everybody and anybody. Everybody and anybody I know need prayer. Uh, if you're not applying it, I'm going to tell you, man, you're missing out on something here because you're missing out on something. First of all, you don't have to check with nobody to pray. You ain't got to clear it with nobody to pray. You don't need permission from anybody to pray. You ain't even got to tell nobody if you don't want to that you've been praying about something. Now, like a cat like me that has seen prayer work over and over and over, I ain't got no problem saying out loud that I'm praying about something, that I prayed for this and it came true, that I'm praying that God get me through something. I don't really have a problem saying that because it didn't work for me so many times. And it has never, ever failed me yet. Prayer has never not worked for me. Now, you got to understand something. Sometimes the answer to your prayer is no. But see, I got that too, though. See, I, <laughs> I understand that part of it, that sometimes the answer to the prayer is no. I got that. You, you know, come on, Steve. Sometimes the answer is no. And I've learned to accept that. But at least now that I know that the answer is no, I can move on to the next step or move on to the way he got for me. See, sometimes I pray for stuff I want. And then sometimes the answer to what I want is no. Then I say, okay, well, God, what you got for me? What he got for me way better than the thing I was about to pray for or the thing I was praying for and I got a no to. But you got to do it a little bit to understand that part. But let's just talk about the basic benefits of prayer. 
Because, see, prayer is beneficial, y'all. Listen to me now. You're listening to a cat. I'm telling you what I know. I ain't guessing about this one here. This is what I know. Prayer is for everybody, and anybody can pray. But here are the benefits for me in my life that prayer has helped me. And this is not in the order of significance or importance. These are just some of the elements that occur when I pray. First of all, purpose. I find purpose in prayer. You know, like if I'm trying to figure out the mission and the how come, the what for, the why did it, the how to, that that's purpose. I get purpose when I pray. I ask God, what's the purpose? What am I doing it for? What 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 does it matter? He gives me that in prayer. Sometimes I get direction. Direction is a beautiful thing I get. Okay, which way? Which way, Lord? I'm I'm tossed up. I got a decision to make and I ain't really sure what to do. What should I do? Show me which way to go. Direction. How many times have you needed some direction? Well, that's what prayer does. Let's talk about them again now. Purpose, direction. Here's another good thing it provides. Clarity. Lord have mercy. Man, how many times has he cleared it for me? Showed it to me. Removed some people out the way. Put some people over here. Exposed something to me that I really needed to know. See, prayer work on so many levels. Purpose, direction, clarity. Man, oh, I see now. Oh, oh. Sometimes it's exposing an enemy, showing you a, 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 somebody who's betraying you. Sometimes it's showing you somebody that's just hanging on for all the wrong reasons. Just clarity, man. I thank him for clarity through prayer. Here's another one. Calmness. It just calms me down, man. It just makes me, it just makes me feel easier to know that I ain't out here dealing with it by myself that I got a power that I done tapped in that's greater than all powers. The, the, most, the most electrifying, stimulating, sensational power available to mankind is your connection with your creator, with God. There's nothing greater for you, man. There's nothing, I don't care what you, nobody tell you. There's nothing greater you can do for yourself than get in touch with who made you. And find out what your purpose is. Get yourself some direction about who you are. Get yourself some clarity about what you ought to be doing. And then calm down, man, so everything don't upset you. You know, sometimes, man, people want to, man, I don't know how you deal with all that. Because I done prayed, man. And I done got me some calmness working in my life to where all these waters that's raging around me and these storms and everything, it ain't tossing my boat upside down. Oh, I'll be up in it sometimes. But I'm not turning over and drowning in all this hill. I got to calm this man knowing that God is working on my behalf, that he's getting it done for me. And no matter how wrong it looked for me right now, I know God got me calmness. It's really cool to have calmness, man. Here's something else it gives to me, too. Understanding and wisdom. It just makes me go, oh, okay, I got that. I see. Oh, you know what, man? I was tripping on that. Oh, okay, I see. You know what? That's going down because it is and because that happened. Now look at what that. Oh, I see how that's working. That's wisdom. That's understanding. And then just one more thing before we get out of here. It just make me feel hopeful sometimes. Matter of fact, all the time. It just always got me, got me, got, got me filled with hope that I know something big about to pop off. That something else about to go down. 
He just give me hope, man. That's what prayer does. It do all them things. So if you ain't praying, I check into it today. Really, it's such a powerful and beneficial thing to all of us. Anybody and everybody can pray. Just talk to him. Just like just like you talking to anybody or what watch. Watch how you feel. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies, 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 ladies. Yeah, welcome to the morning show. I'm your man. <laughs> Sweet Daddy Willico on the radio this morning. Willica. Just trying to get it all, y'all, one at a time. <laughs> Anybody want to call me? My personal cell is 842-1414. Want it. That's 842-1414. Want it. Sweet Daddy Willico. <laughs> Sweet Daddy Willica on the radio. Good morning, everybody. How y'all doing today? Okay, all right. I didn't like that opening. I didn't yeah. care for it. Fell apart. I didn't, it ain't had nothing with it. Uh, I just wasn't ready. That's all. When he said, we're up, I just went, I ain't got that right now. So I had to go get it. It's here. Shirley, how you doing? Hey, good morning, Steve. I'm good. How are you? Hey, everyone. Carla. What's happening, Steve? Crew, what up? Junior. Morning, up. Fool number one. Yay, yay. Oh, I'm two. Yeah, yeah, you fool number two. <laughs> Morning, Mr. Harvey. Uh, I'm going to just go on and say it. Man. What you want to say? I'm going to do good today, but I'm toe up a little bit. I, I know why. I'm yeah. a little exhausted. Yeah, we got you, though. We got you. Why? We got you, though. We, got you we know why, though. Why why pick it up. There's three of y'all. He woke out, man. We, uh, what's wrong? Up. I'll tell you exactly what's wrong. <laughs> Our leader, our leader, our leader don't care for nothing. That's the problem. What happened? Oh, oh and Jay kicked in. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Yeah, over When I tell you, yeah. some careers were crushed yesterday. Yesterday? Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> some now, where were you changes. guys yesterday? We did more yeah. Apollo yesterday. Yeah. More okay. Apollo. in New York. Okay. Yeah. Hey, yeah, we're hey, filming. We're hit filming a sad part, Shirley Carlin. Tommy. He don't yeah. care how old y'all. No, there's no mm. age limit to it. He did kids? What? Yes, kids. <laughs> Not only kids, Jeez. kids' parents, kids' grandparents. Oh, he kids. went generational yeah. on you. Yeah, oh. he, went, he yeah. went in. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what, though? I must say. They it deserved was, it. It was the most brilliant <laughs> thing I had it. ever seen in my life. <laughs> one thing about it. Nobody got it who didn't deserve it. Not one person. And somebody <laughs> tried to check him about checking that situation. No. Oh, okay. no. You can't, you can't check him about the situation. And I tell no, you, everybody who got it deserved it. Hey. Deserved oh, it. Oh, yeah. it was Shirley, like that. I found out about Uncle Steve is when he's walking off, uh-huh. Don't mm-hmm. say nothing to him while his back is turned, cause he comes right back. Oh, <laughs> cause he can hear. Oh. Wait, so give us an example ears, of one. So somebody said something, and he was walking away. Oh, he was walking away. He was through the situation. One guy had. One guy had these two in. cute little girls, very cute. Uh-huh. They had on nice dresses. <laughs> when we come back. <laughs> very nice girls, very nice dresses, very nice parents, but. I it didn't go well. <laughs> oh, you know. You snap. You know. Well, you know. When we back. come back, we're going to find out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, perfect. <laughs> we're talking about the Showtime with Apollo when we come back with these two liars. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are. 
<laughs> We're still at the Apollo, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we're still there. We're still there. Yeah, <laughs> Stephen, another one of his hosting gigs. He's back at the Apollo. Tell us about it, Steve. Uh, it went it went really well yesterday. Again, uh, you all are in for a real treat when this airs. Uh, it's timeless. It is timeless. Oh, good. Uh, the acts were brilliant. Some of them. And the acts suck. Between brilliant and suck. Brilliant and suck. That's a wide gap. (laughs) It's all right. Don't cut it in there. (laughs) No, there were none that were all right. No, I mean, you got to be real good or you got to go. What was the worst one? So many. You can't really. (laughs) Well, go ahead. You can't determine what the worst one is, Tommy, because you ain't got but 10 seconds. Yeah. (laughs) That's the teaching lesson yesterday. Okay, what now? That's the teaching. I told this one dude when he got booed off. I said, listen to me. I've been watching. It's time that I start passing out some tips here. Y'all listen to me. I don't care how much time they told you you had in rehearsal. (laughs) Minute and a half, two minutes. Uh, yes, got 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be real with you. I don't know what was discussed with you in rehearsal. But in actuality, you got 10 seconds. I said, now the boy that just got booed off. Yeah. He spent 15 seconds Posing. doing the same pose. Oh, oh, he a model? He thought he was. Oh, he had blonde hair. He yeah. was light skinned, dyed his hair blonde. Good looking guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. In shape. Uh-huh. Wore all white. Had on ballet slippers. Yeah. Never got yeah. to that part. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> never came out on your toes. Because <laughs> 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 we Apollo. never found out what the ballet shoes was for. <laughs> <laughs> Had the little slippers on. I said, ah, oh, this boy finna get up on his toe. We finna see something. Uh-uh. He no. never got never to did, that never part. Made it to well, that. Never, so never is the Apollo part. audience more impatient now than they were in oh, the They booed one guy coming up the aisle. Oh, the magician with the guns. He was coming up the aisle. Hey, and they well, started they booing like him. He ain't made it to the stage yet. <laughs> now, listen to me. Harlem has changed. There's a lot more whites there than uh-huh. ever before. It's a lot more whites. <laughs> But it's a still enough Harlemites. Harlemites. <laughs> and they not changing. <laughs> no. And so no. I asked them at the beginning of the show to please help our brothers and sisters who are here. Because over half of them are there for the first time. Over okay. half. Okay. Okay. So I instruct them to enlighten our new brothers on how we perform. So we practice. I said, if we like something, y'all show me what you're going to do. Okay. I said, now, on the other hand, if a situation occurs, show them what they're going to do. Ooh. The demonstration of the booing shocks most of the newcomers. Okay. Why? Because they get up, the so demonstration nice. is ugly. Yeah. <laughs> it's strong. Example. Yeah, 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 it is. But, man, wow. let me tell you something. Love, Apollo. They booed this magician. Yeah. <laughs> They blew a few magicians. They blew him coming hey man, up, yeah. uh, hey man, only one magician made it. Black people just don't do magic. 
<laughs> well, if you do magic, you got to be good. You got to be outstanding. You got to be Dini. Yeah. You got to be Dini. So this dude goes out there. He got the ballet slippers on, all white. Good looking guy, man. Blonde hair, nice haircut, clean shaven. It's time for him to start. He walks to the back of the stage and he starts doing that Vogue. Remember Madonna's Vogue? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He just started doing like 15 seconds of Vogue poses. <laughs> and by the time he started to come to the front, yeah. they started. They cleared their throat, Steve. Now, we don't know what you're getting ready to do, but you're taking too damn long. We're not going to wait on it. They're impatient with it. No, no, no. The audience is impatient. No, and he was in shock. It was mind-blowing, the level and the severity of the movie. Like Steve said, the white people are new to it, but they pick up quickly. They pick it up. And once they got it, they got it. Oh, man. Once they in it, they in it, man. Oh, the Andrews sisters was out there singing. There was just four white people on the front row. This man with these three women. And when the booing started, they would hold their head down and, you know, put their hand on their chest and, oh, my God, oh, my God. Uh-huh. Oh my God! And they was feeling so sorry for the performer. You could see them looking at, damn near tearing up. Uh. I went out there. I had a little talk. <laughs> you I did. Said, oh, you stopped it. You, you, you failed. What you yeah. say? Yeah, you failed. Yeah, I told him. I said, Hey, listen to me. Listen, I know this is new for you. I know this is a bit shocking, and it seems barbaric. But I told your ass at the beginning. <laughs> don't come in here trying to act like you more Christian than the rest of us. <laughs> Because that ain't what we do up in here. Okay. Now, y'all going to have to get with this because it's mm-hmm. not going to stop because we got company. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> Boy, two acts later, the Andrew sisters was out there and redid Scrubs. Mm. This oh, white lady TLC. stood up. Yeah. She was on yeah. the front row, patted the stage, and pointed her off. Oh, okay. Wow. She got into it. Yeah, he's like, wow. Patted the stage with her right hand yeah. and hey, pointed her hey. off with her left hey, hand. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. 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 You should leave before they yeah. really, really do something. Once they picked it up, they got it. They, they had it. it. Yeah. And yeah. It, was, it was good. And I don't know where the people go who get booed because you didn't even see them after the show. Ever. Oh, you know yeah, how you know, y'all know where they go. They, they <laughs> leave the building. I think they put them in the cab. Yeah. Uh, okay, <laughs> that's funny. So when oh, when will we get to see these shows? I can't wait. I don't know. I don't know. It don't matter, Shirley. Just come to Harlem. Will it be this year, hopefully? <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably. I don't know when, though. Oh, okay. All right, All up right. next, uh, Nephew Tommy's Run That Prank Back. We'll do that right after this jam. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, coming up at the top of the hour, we'll tell you how you can help make a difference in a young man's life through none other than Steve Harvey's mentoring program. That's coming up at the top of the hour, so get ready for that. Steve does this every year. Every year it gets bigger and bigger. We want to help you. Uh, Plus, Miss Ann will be here with today's national headlines. But right now, as promised, it's time for the nephew to run that prank back. Can your wife help me with my thesis? Can your wife? Hello? Hello, uh, I'm trying to reach. Yeah, yeah who, who is this? 
Hey, my name Ellis, man. Uh, is this uh, uh, is this Daryl? Is this a husband? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is me. What's hey. up? Hey, how you doing, man? Listen, I, um, my mother's Miss man. She goes to church with uh with with your wife's mom, Miss with uh, mother. And uh, I'm actually in med school, man. And uh, they told me um, your your wife she's a she's a she's a nurse. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. She she's a nurse. But you say you say your mama go to church with my wife's mama. Right, right. My my mother's she goes to church with uh with with, with mother. Oh, okay then. All right. Uh, well, what well, I was that? calling y'all for, Daryl, man, if you didn't mind, I wanted to. Uh, I, I'm I'm going. I'm getting ready to do my thesis, man. I'm doing my thesis for the end of the year. Uh, end of the semester, man, for um, med school, and they, and they told me your wife, you know, that uh, might be able to help me out. So I, I was hoping I could talk to her for a second, if you don't mind. Yeah, uh, hold, hold on real quick, all right? Hold on. Now. Okay. I want to talk to you about um, his mama. Oh, he want to talk to you. Who is this? Hello? Hello? Hey. Yes? Hey, how you doing? My name is Ellis. My mother, uh, she go to church with your, uh, with your mother. Uh-huh. And they... They gave me your number that you might be able to help me out with some stuff. I'm, I'm in med school right now. I'm studying to be a gynecologist, and uh, you might be able to help me out with some things, and I, I wanted to reach out to you if it was cool. Okay, and what's your name again? Ellis. And your mom goes to church with my mom? Right. Okay. Right. Okay, what, so, what so can listen, I help you with? What, what, I'm, what I'm doing is I'm doing my thesis. And uh, you know this is the this is my big end of the year exam. Uh -huh. And what I'm doing is I'm making my thesis a video, in opposed to a report. Okay. So uh, everything is going to be on video. So what I'm trying to do is actually get a time where I can hook up with you and maybe examine you and get all that on video. So you say you want to videotape me? Do what kind of exam uh, did you take? I will be giving you a. a, a you know, and I put you, you know, your legs in the stirrups and all that, and just video me doing the actual examination on you. You want to video? Maybe you want to videotape him giving me a. Hello, hey, say, what you talking about? You want to do what again, dude? Uh, well, yeah, see, I'm working on my thesis, man, and what I'm doing, my thesis is going to be a video. So I'm going to actually video myself giving your wife a. Man, what you talking about? You want to videotape my wife giving a. Oh, what the is wrong with you? Hey, 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 brother, this right here for my grade, man. You know, this ain't nothing on a personal tip, man. This is for the grade, you know. I, your wife being in the medical field, I thought y'all would have kind of understand man, something like that. This is my wife you talking about, dude. You can't, you can't, you can't, you want to video camera my wife. Oh, not to look at the video. All you do is look at it, man. You, you can't, man, hell no, man. Hey, well, man, listen, this for my grade, man. This ain't, I mean, only the professor is going to You can this far as I'm concerned. You better go find somebody else. You better do my wife. This again, man. My name Ellis, man. I told you, you know, my, my mama, Miss, she go to church with mama. You can't go to church with my mama. I'm not calling you. Man, no, we don't know who the Miss is, man. We ain't never seen your mama, man. What you trying to do? You ain't finna do no on my wife, man. All y'all. Hell yeah. Okay, but dog, let me ask you something. Don't she go in there and get a anyway, at least once or twice a year? Yeah, yeah, she do, but she ain't got no Videotape, trying to videotape my wife and like that. Uh, but, but, man, this is brother. You better go find somebody else, man. that, man. Man, dog. all that, man. I don't know you. I don't know your mama. all y'all, man. Okay, okay. Can you put me on speakerphone so I can talk to both y'all? No, hell no. You ain't finna talk back to my wife. Man. Okay, can I say one more thing? Come on, videotaping my wife, dog. Yeah, you ain't talking to my wife no more. I just want to say this, man. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your homeboy, Doug. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Tell my this is nephew. This ain't no nephew Tommy talking about videotaping my wife. <laughs>
Yeah, yeah. Boy, oh, yo, you, you got a boy named Doug, don't you? Hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, wait. What'd you say? Who did that? Doug. Doug. Tell him. Doug, baby. Doug, 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 Man, that's a man. Dude, you don't call nobody at all, dog. Man, you had me hot, dude. Oh, man. Y'all all right, man? My heart was beating fast, man. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, put the phone on the boat y'all can hear us, man. Okay. Oh, hold on right quick. Let me see if I can turn the speaker on. Hold on. Uh, all right, go ahead, man. Okay, Down. What? I got one thing I got to ask y'all. What is the baddest radio show in the land? It's the Harvey Morning Show. Y'all play too much. Man, say, man, next time my wife go back up in there, man, get up. I'm going up in there, man. I'm, <laughs> make sure y'all ain't up in there. <laughs> I try we'll to be on. stupid. You are. Well, you, try, you It's not much of an effort. Yeah, it's, no, you really. succeeded. You have it's it's succeeded. little or no effort. Since birth. Every day you do it. Every day. Since birth. <laughs> and everybody knew yeah. it, though. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it seems to be news to you every day. And someone's going to hurt <laughs> you. But the rest of us, well, I I'm just trying to, try to be stupid. I'm trying to elevate it, brother. I'm trying okay. to take it to another stupidity level. That's it can't get any. Bruh, bruh, bruh. Bruh. I don't Bruh. even I don't even Hug really like algebra, but I know good and hell well. Yours is a basic number with that little number up in the right corner. Square. Yeah, you whatever that is. Square. I didn't even I didn't even get that. stupid square. Yeah. Damn, why don't you just write the number down? I hate it, man. <laughs> All right, guys, we talked about this yesterday. Bill Maher uh will get to keep his job at HBO. Um Despite the backlash over his on-air use of the N-word, uh, TMZ says the comedian is set to do a new episode of Real Time on Friday and will keep his job with the network after, uh, like I said, he used the uh, racial slur. He was talking to uh, Republican Senator Ben Sasse. Uh, many called uh, for HBO to fire Bill Maher. Uh, he apologized on Saturday, saying, I regret the word I used in the banter of a live moment. That's what he said. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't think that cost his it job. Was I really don't. Man. It's really, you know, it, it wasn't. You know, it, it wasn't good at the time. Mm-hmm. But it's not job cost because I. But see, I know Bill Maher. Mm-hmm. I know Bill Maher. He really is a cool guy, man. Really is a cool guy. What he said could have been offensive. Lot of great joke if a black had said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, if black was, dude has said it, <laughs> funny. Yeah. Knowing Bill Maher the way I do. I understood it coming from him. Now, political correctness makes us have to say, oh my God, he's horrible. But really though, it was brilliant. He was talking to a Republican senator mm-hmm. about Nebraska who invited him to work in the field. In the field. He took a whole nother turn on it. Yeah, he did. And I understood that magnitude. Because if you knew Bill Maher, the dude he is, yeah. he he actually fights for a lot of stuff that the average person yeah. don't even care nothing about. So, you know, look, I know political rec- correctness, we supposed to be offended by that, but I didn't give Any a dates a lot of black women? Lots. That's oh. all right. Pretty yeah. much all of them. Uh-huh. Yeah. And unlike so the- Kathy Griffin, who had some problems, um, Bill Maher hasn't seen any of his tour dates or anything canceled. Well, Kathy, Kathy, Gr- Kathy Griffin, uh, that was a little bit... Uh, oh. <laughs> 
that was damaging. A lot. That was, <laughs> that was yeah. Sad. And you know, yeah, I, and see, that's what I was saying to Snoop and Bow Wow. When, when oh, Snoop wow. did the video about shooting the president, I was just telling him and Bow Wow, y'all got to be careful. Because when you go after these people, because what's happening to Kathy Griffin right now, mm-hmm. they could easily turn that thing on mm-hmm. the board. Mentoring. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, I'm talking to the Steve Harvey Nation right now. Attention, attention. The Harvey Foundation Mentoring Camp is next week. The mission of the Steve and Marjorie Harvey Foundation is to provide outreach to fatherless youth by promoting educational enrichment, one-on-one mentoring, and global services initiatives that will cultivate the next generation of responsible leaders. There you have it in a nutshell. All right? Yeah, folks. Uh, and it's, it starts uh, next week. Next week? Yeah. Uh-huh. Tuesday, mm-hmm. the boys get mm-hmm. off the bus. I promised you if you all helped me last year, I could do more boys. We got 250 boys this year to camp. Instead of 100, we up at 250 now. Uh, we really are changing lives at this camp. The camp had to move again. We moved the camp again. It's outside of Macon, Georgia, down at the Chick-fil-A Ranch. And so nice. uh, uh, we're down there. And, uh, we provide youth with nationwide programming. And the aftercare program is outstanding, too. I'm going to release online some videos of some boys that's graduated that have thanked me uh, for being in their life. Uh, some young cats with kids, man. I mean, man, I had a 15-year-old boy had two kids. I mean, you know, man, we, really, I mean, you know, I mean, you don't even understand manhood yet, but nobody ever told him how to behave. And when he left the camp, he, he said, man, I really appreciate you all helping me because I don't even know how to be a father. He said, I never had a dad. Yeah. He said, now I'm a dad. I don't even know what to be. So we have a program where we talk to these kids, you know, about having kids and things like that. And so uh, this young man now, this was uh, two years ago, uh, he's working, taking care of his children. You know, simple stuff like that. Every child is not going to college. Let's just be clear about this. But my mentoring program is not to send you to college. My mentoring program is to turn you into productive men, whatever you choose to do. We got kids in the Home Depot program, uh, over at Home Depot. We got kids in the military. And we do have a lot of kids that go off to college. We got kids in all branches of the service, Air Force, Marines, Navy, Army. I mean, man, we got some really, really good kids out there. Man, I'm so proud of them. I got so many graduation videos. I'm talking about, I got I got kids going from, uh, graduating from college. How long have you been doing that? All right. Nick, uh, this is about nine years now. Yeah. I got wow. kids. Uh, that great. Yeah, man. Uh, my little dude, Nick. Mm-hmm. Uh, graduated from Morehouse. We paid All for his right. school education. Nick, way to go, Nick. Uh, Nick graduated from Morehouse. Uh, mm-hmm. Nick also became a Q. Uh, oh, okay. you know, what did you say, there. nephew? What did you say? I like how you did that. You ain't got to hold against me. I saw the way you threw it in there. Nick saw the light early. Nick saw the light early, you know. You know, ain't nothing wrong with noobs, you know. I got a lot of y'all working for me. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you do that. I know. <laughs> you throwing shots today. I ain't throwing shots. I just said the boy was a cute, and you said something, so you know you can't get no free one. 
<laughs> you can't just get free jams in me. So here's the deal, y'all. Uh, if you want to assist us, if you yeah. want to do a part in this, have your hand in it um, and everything, it, please text. You can text to give. You can text to give, and we would certainly appreciate it. If you text Steve to the mm-hmm. number, if you text this number in your phone, 91999. It's just that simple. 91999. If you text on your phone, 91999. Then in the block where it says to, text to Steve. And you can give anything you want. Just follow the instructions from there. And you can give any amount you want. Okay. I like it. So, and if you need any more information. Right. Yeah, if you need any go more ahead, information, sure. more details, go to HarveyFoundation.com. That's HarveyFoundation.com. And, uh, Is it .com or .org? Um, sure. It's .com. You don't know? <laughs> I, why, why do I don't have to go there? <laughs> Let's go Hell, to Miss Ann, Steve. Let's go to Miss Ann. My money comes straight out the bank. <laughs> you ain't got to go to Miss Ann. Let's camp. go to Miss Ann. She's here. You. Hello. Hell, Hello. Shirley, you said it. What the hell you tell me to say <laughs> you, it for? You introduce you said, her every you, morning. Well, but Shirley, you said, let's go to Miss Ann. So I'm waiting on, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Jesus. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll just take it Tommy, away. Good morning, everybody. Tommy, I'm sorry, Miss Ann. Tommy. No, okay. Miss Ann, just go on. He's it's talking about nothing oh, Okay, right good morning. Good morning, everybody. Okay, <laughs> uh, you, yesterday it was a horrible, horrific uh, thing going on in Florida. A man who was fired from a Florida awning factory two months ago returned yesterday with a semi-automatic pistol, and Orlando Sheriff Jerry Deming says he commenced to shooting people. The individual was armed with a handgun and a knife. There's no indication that he used a knife on any of the victims, but uh, shot uh, five innocent people and then turned the gun on himself. The shooter has been identified as John Robert Newman, a 45-year-old Army veteran who lived alone. Uh, Monday, by the way, marks one year since the worst mass shooting in U.S. history took place, also in Orlando. That was at the gay nightclub where 49 people were killed. This is day two of the sexual assault trial of Bill Cosby. The trial involves a former Temple University basketball department employee, 24-year-old Andrea Constant, who told her side of the story to court yesterday after opening statements were made. Walking along with Cosby uh, was his youngest TV daughter, Keisha Knight Pulliam, quietly Mm. smiling and holding on to him very, very tightly. More than 40 women have accused the actor-comedian of assault. And get with the program, guys. Forget the male romper. Just in time for Father's Day, it's the lace short set. That's right. It's a pastel see-through lace short and shirt shirt set for men. It's uber couture. And believe it or not, some of the color and size combinations already sold out. But for a lot of men, this is the end. (laughs) Eugene the Butterfly coming up 20 minutes after the hour. Steve Harvey You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I've changed my ways. Ladies and gentlemen, oh. Eugene. Wow. Oh, my God. That was good. Oh, my God. That wow. was good. <sighs> I hope we have that recorded because I can run it when you have an attitude. That would be good. <laughs> 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 good morning, everyone. Stephen, Tommy, Shirley, Carla, morning, Jr., <laughs> and my friend, Anthony Brown. Morning, butterfly. <laughs> flap on. Flap on. Hey, bro. butterfly. Flutter, flap. This is what I... Good morning, Shirley. Good morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what I want to do. Um, I want to encourage everyone to okay. get you a summer bucket list. 
and do uh-huh. some things this summer that you would not normally do. Okay? Mm-hmm. All right. And I'm going to go around the room in a minute, but first of all, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do this summer. You're not ready. I am going to swim with the sharks this summer. What? Oh, yeah. That'll be good. Whoa. How deep? It's pretty ambitious. Well, however deep the ocean is, Steve. I'm just saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to probably go down about... Um, you do that a lot. I think... <laughs> About twenty to thirty. It was right down. there. It's right there. Yeah, I, it was right there. You just jumped on it, right? Why couldn't you say so? You gonna go down where? People, keep it moving. I'm gonna go down about twenty to thirty feet. Like it Okay, but I'm going to swim with the sharks. That is something that I've been really, really, really wanting to do. All right, and they won't do too. What? It's also. And here's something I want to do as well. Uh-huh. Bear with me. I want all of us to go. I think we should all go to a nude beach this summer. <laughs> Who's really? all in? Yes. Why? Anyway. Oh, my stuff dragging in the sand. I'm not going. <laughs> what happened to really? What? I feel you. What? <laughs> Ignorant. I don't want sand in my stuff. So, I don't anyway. want to Anyway, new beach, swimming with the sharks. I don't want the tidal wave touching me <laughs> from the hotel. And we, you y'all can wear y'all rompers if you want. We don't want to see each other naked. But it's well, up to you. Surely I, that's not entirely true. But uh, <laughs> Tom, if I get I mean, the girls Eugene, to go, would the fellas go? No, Eugene. No, you, Eugene, you don't. You don't have happen. a nude beach body. <laughs> oh yes, I do. You've been working out a little bit. Butterfly. Mm. See, You've like never gone, have you? Bit. Steve, you don't. You ain't seen my body. <laughs> what? Man. What did I you see, say, butterfly? I've I, I seen it with it. clothes uh-huh. on. It. You have not seen my and body. And it's disturbing. Didn't look right. It, it don't look right with clothes on. And you pick that stuff. My body stuff does out. look right. My body glistens. You have not seen my body. <laughs> Why are now, you saying you have, it like that? What? It's my body. He's never seen my body. <laughs> Yo, what? See, have you accidentally seen my body and I don't know it? Why does he say it like that? I've seen, I see your body every day you come in here and with clothes on. It's <laughs> what, with clothes it's, on? You, you ain't got my, no business being my... naked, man. When you, you see need my to stop body. this. <laughs> it's just kids. It's throwing up. No, somebody going to watch you. Listen. <laughs> It's time for Ask Steve. Call us. Ask Steve anything you want. 877-29-STEVE. We'll be back at 34 after the hour. Call us. Ask Steve. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Time for Ask Steve. (laughs) Yes, Ask Steve. So, you know, whatever you want to know. No, no, no. It's Ask Steve. Pay attention, man. It's different. Ask the CEO and Ask Steve. Isn't it the same? No, it's the two. No, it's different. No, it's two. It's very different. Hey, man, you knew. Very different. Okay. See, that's what I'm going to ask right there. You knew? How long before I'm not new? Okay. <laughs> that's, that, okay Even knowing me 30 know. years, how long before I'm not new? Well, you knew you're going to stop being new when you stop asking new questions about this old-ass show. That's when you're going to quit I, being new. Can I so if ask Steve the same as CEO, hey, we the same as CEO, we just said that. <laughs> Can I ask my Shirley, do you now? have any questions? Or I do. I have a line three. Let's go to Shauna out of Maryland. Shauna. Hey, Shauna. 
Hey, Sean. Good morning, everybody. How are you? Shauna, how are you? What can I do for you? Oh, my gosh. Please help me. So I've been married for a little less than six months. We've been dating for about nine years. Before this, even like last August, sex was wonderful. Since we've been married, we have not had sex. It won't get hard. He's way younger than me. Uh, Shauna? Oh, yeah. wow. Family Keep show. it clean. Watch your language. Keep it clean, Shauna. She just Direction. said it. She's talking about decision. I understand. Go ahead. I'm just warning her. She just said it. It was okay. just a decision. Okay, okay go ahead. That's okay. Go ahead, Shauna. Um, I don't know what to do. I don't know how okay. to Okay, let me ask you a question, Shauna. Shauna, Shauna, yeah. this may not be nothing to do with your fault. How old is he? 37. Yeah, he got to go to the doctor. Really? He had, huh? He has to go. He, he got to go back. He the wrong doctor. What kind of type of doctor did he, he go, go to? A urologist, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, urologist can usually fix it. He's got to get another doctor. They have something for that. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Now, now if he's been to the doctor, they have something for that. Okay. He's got to Mom, get... Mom, you telling me this. He's got to get a stronger dosage. He's got Luke. to go in there. Jay, I'm, I'm, Jay, get involved I'm, here. I'm going to say he should go see a carpenter. That's a wood specialist. See what I'm talking about? <laughs> Jay. That's why I put that. What? What? He called my name. He said over there, call my name. name. He just my name. asked Shauna to keep it clean. He called my name. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Hey, Shauna. 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 Yes, sir. It's a couple of problems he could have, but a urologist mm. can fix it. But he has to change his diet, though. Okay, Steve. Okay. Go see well, I'm just trying to help you. He has to I'm change not... his diet. He okay. eats bad, oh, man. and he's created a blockage. He in trouble. Yeah. And he's 37. Okay. He got to hurry up and get to this. I got 37. <laughs> He should go see a plumber. They specialize in pipes. See what I'm saying? Oh. I'm, trying, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help the man. Anthony Brown. He called my name. He called my name. He called my name. <laughs> this is well, a, this woman has a, a serious problem. Yeah, Shauna, Shauna, was it was it working before y'all got married? Yeah, that's the yeah, last August. Said. We was it was all off the chain. And it just all of a sudden just died. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, he got us uh, something else then. Is it? I don't want to just you. Know we're not doctors on the show. Side chick, and this ain't got nothing to do with medicine now. Side chick. What is, well, what is it? What is it? Yeah. yeah. This ain't got nothing to do with medicine no more. What junior? What number two? Side chick. Number two. I'm headed to see you the photo. It's called side yeah. chickitis. Uh, I'm trying to say he's exhausted. This is not helping. This is not helping. <laughs> no. Try to say he's seeing a side chick. You got side chickitis. <laughs> side chickitis. That's not funny. This is this woman's husband. Oh I'm not I'm not being funny. Ain't nobody sure. being funny. We telling you the truth. That's your guy. Okay, next question. Oh my oh, god! Now you're moving along. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go to um. Let's go to line four and talk to that Alex out of one. New York. Next. One. <laughs> Arts. <laughs> Arts. Hate him. Alex. Alex. Steve. Alex. Hi. Hurry. Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hey, Alex. Can you hang on? We're gonna have to talk to you when we come right back. So just hang on. Okay. For us. No problem. Okay. Because we what things got out of hand on the other one. <laughs> Oh, okay. Stupid people. <laughs> <laughs> on this damn show. Call my name. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
We'll get Alex's question uh, and then we'll go to nephew's prank phone call when we come back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, back Uh, to Alex. Yeah, we back. We doing the Ask Steve. Alex, what's your question, darling? Uncle Steve, uh, Mr. Harvey, and good Good morning morning, to uh, to the morning show. I'll Uh be real quick. Um, And within the next year, I do plan on starting a wholesale bakery. It'll be, and it'll be everything sweet potato pie. That's not the name of it, but it'll be a company that um, consumers can identify with um, when they want an authentic, homemade, uh, truly Southern uh, sweet potato pie. My only question, my question to you is when I do get started, well, would I be able to, or would it be okay if I sent samples into your show for you guys to have, to, you know, try it out and give me an honest opinion? Yeah, you, you can send it, it in. Where, where you live? I live in New York. All right, that's a long way for this pie to come. That's give okay. it the sick and die. Sick and die. Listen, let me tell you something, Uncle Steve. I have, I have car wheel travel. <laughs> Got money can buy a plane ticket. I have no problem with that. So I'm just saying, it's a long way for the pie. <laughs> you can catch us today. Do it hold <laughs> up. We, we, we here today. If you catch us today. Well, I can't get us here today. But I promise you, when, I promise you when you get it, you'll yeah. be We're in New York it. right now. Where you at? No, <laughs> <laughs> wait. Am, Alex, where are you right now? I'm in New York on my way to Can work. you throw but some you pie can't, together? But you can't get us the pie today. <laughs> well, no, be let, listen, no, no. Let me ask you a question. You, you guys are usually at the Circle of Sisters, right? No, well, in that's October. in October. <laughs> the hell's you talking about that for? You know that pie. Nobody waiting on no damn October for no pie. Yeah, I'm sorry. Listen to me, Alex. Listen to me, sweetie. It is the Boy Scout mantra. It is better to be prepared to have an opportunity and not have one than to have the opportunity and not be prepared. Now, you got us on the show. We in New York, and we can't get the damn pie. I want some pie now. Now we mad at you. You and the damn pie. How you can't make a pie today? Hey, you know who had a pie yesterday? The pie man. Hey, the pie man up in Harlem. Let me tell you about the pie man in Harlem. <laughs> he came up here because I, I knew him years ago back in the 90s. Where I used to go, Stay, he old, he's 70 now. Stay, I still got them pie. I said, Man, can you bring me a pie? Go get it right now. <laughs> came right back with the pie. Cut it to, just like it tastes. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. That's what that's the that's what that's You got to be ready. Yeah. Damn, you should baby. have some pies when you called us. Keep a uh, pie in your car. All right, Alex. <laughs> now, now, now well, Alex, we, we here. We in Steve. New York. I'm not leaving New York to maybe six tonight, seven, something like that. Can you get a pie? Can you get a pie before we go? Oh, yeah. Okay, six or seven. I, I, right. I gotta see. I gotta, right. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, you should be off the phone baking pie right now. See, right there. She said, I gotta see. She told Steve Harvey, All right, I gotta see. We gotta go. Yeah. Hey, we gotta go. Hey, baby, yeah. we'll see you at You're gonna uh, talk the opportunity system. like this. We don't even talk yeah. to you. <laughs> Come on, nephew. You got the prank. Hey, baby, we'll see you at Circle Sisters. Can I get changed for a hundred? Can I get changed for a hundred? Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Regina, please. Speaking. Hello. Yeah, speaking. This is Regina. Okay. Hey, uh, you did a, uh, a bachelor party for me and my boys like about two weeks ago. Okay. Sean, uh, Sean you remember Sean? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Now listen. When you um, you was doing a lot of lap dances at night. You remember that? Yes. So 
how did you get my number? How, how can I help you? You need a party done? I mean, what what do you need? Okay, well, no, no, it ain't nothing like that. I'm saying, you know, you did a lot of lap dances. Do you remember that? Yes. Okay, well, listen, you know, uh, that night I was at the party, you did some lap dances for me, but... Okay. What I wanted to tell you was that the lap dances you had did was... The lap dances was $10, am I right? Right, you would be correct, yes. Okay. They were $10. The lap dances was $10, but I accidentally... I thought I gave you a $10 bill when I really gave you $100. <laughs> okay. So, you know, I need... Actually, what I, the reason why I called you was I'm trying to I'm trying to get that you know I'm trying to get that ninety dollars back. Uh, wait a minute. Let me ask you something. First of all, how did you get my number? Well, the dude that um who was dude who was dude that threw the bat you know the guy that hooked y'all up as far as doing the bachelor uh, Billy Billy the one that got y'all to come and do the bachelorette party. Okay. And what I'm trying to you know tell you is is that I got the number from him. Okay, okay. And he told me that I could call you and try to just talk to you about it. Okay. And, and you want me to give see, you see, I gave $90. You, I had tipped you. I was I was really finna pay you $10, but it was a $100 bill. So what, the reason, what I'm saying to you is that I want to get the other $90 back. I'm not giving you no damn $90. Excuse me? I'm not giving you your damn $90. Hell, when hold you on, gave me the $100. On, hold, on. hold on, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. I don't even think you understand. I wasn't trying to give you all that money at one time. I need to get that money back from you. I don't I think you understand. I was trying to you $10. That's it. The other $90 belong to me. I ain't getting my change back from you. I'm not giving you no change back. That $90 was a damn tip. I'm not giving you back. Don't nobody be giving you no damn $100 at one time. What's wrong with you? I'm not giving you no damn $90 back. Yeah, you should watch what you was doing. Cause you should You're going to give me my $90. Back. Look, I done already told you. I wasn't even trying to give you this money. I was, trying to, give you, you I was trying to give you $10. That's what I was trying to give you. I'm not giving you a damn thing back. You're not getting nothing. Hell, you should be at home with your wife and your kids. Hey, lady, listen. You don't even understand what, what's going on right here. Lady, my you should have been there. I wasn't trying to, wasn't nobody trying to give you no money. This is a misunderstanding. I need yes, to get I my hundred dollars back. Now look, I'm already saying I was giving 10, but 90 of that belonged to me. I'm not giving you no damn man. How you lost your man? You calling me, waking me up, talking about giving you 90 dollars. I'm not giving you that Have you lost your man? I'm going to give you a tip. But I ain't giving you no $90 tip. You did. You got oh, no $100. you was $10. Hey, lady, look. I'm not going to sit here and go at it, go at it with, with you all this. Look, I want to get my $90 back from you. No. First of all, if you call me late one more time, I'm going to come find you and kick your ass. Second of all, I'm not giving you no damn $90 back. Thanks for the tip. You should have been there in the first place, like I said. Keep your at home next time. Hey, lady, on the real, I ain't trying to go back and forth with you. I, I was, I'm saying is it's been a mistake. I wasn't trying to give you no hundred dollars. Alright, so when I give you a hundred dollar bill, that was a mistake. I just want my money back. Ain't nobody tripping with you. Give me my money back. I'm not giving you a damn thing back. I'm not giving you back. That's your problem. You need to go home and tell your wife what you did with the extra nine dollars.
dollars. Say you I'm not trying to get your swap. I told you I want my ninety dollars back. Give me a I want my money from you. What right? I want you with my I want you to Don't you bring your up in here. I will give you some of my ain't gonna be no damn ninety dollars. I bet you that one. When are you gonna pay me my ninety dollars? I'm not when? giving you no damn dollars. Don't ask me that no no I'm not giving you no dollars. Thank you for the damn tip. You ain't getting You go you gonna give me you gonna give me my ninety dollars, you gonna do that. You don't come in here for that I'm ready to want your change back. Please, you better get your off my phone before I come cut your. What the do you think I have? Don't call me with this. Hey, I got one more thing I want to tell you. You listen to me? Hell no, I'm still listening to your punk. Are you listening to me? I got one more thing I need to say to you. No, you didn't kiss my. I got one more thing I need to say to you. Are you listening to me? Hell no, don't call me with that. I ain't listening to you. I don't give a damn what you got to say. You can kiss my with your punk. I said, I got one more thing to say to you. Are you what listening you to say? me? What you, what you got to say? What is it? What is it? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend. Who is this? Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> show all right let's get to it buckle up hold on tight we got it for you strawberry Sub, uh, subject <laughs> this dude is always i know what was that i don't know what that subject, was <laughs> this dude is always at my house dear Stephen shirley my wife and i have been married for five years i'm in the national guard and i got deployed earlier this year Anyway, my wife has a male friend that she went on a blind date with before we met. She had told me that nothing happened and that they didn't feel a spark at all. She is still friends with him. Before I left for my deployment, he asked me if it bothered me if he spends time with my wife and my children while I'm gone. I told him no. When I first left, I hardly called my wife. Recently, I started calling more, and she gets upset when I call. Her friend is constantly over at the house again, and uh, when he is there, she won't talk to me. So I started talking to an ex-girlfriend, and things happened that shouldn't have, and my wife found out. It's lonely being deployed, so I wanted to talk to someone. My wife has never forgiven me for what I did. Now my wife's friend goes out with her and the kids all of the time. He is staying overnight at my house, and if he isn't staying all night, he doesn't leave until 2 or 3 a.m. I have told my wife that I don't like this at all. I have told her that he wants more than just a friendship. It's not my wife that I don't trust. It's him. I am wrong for think. Am I wrong for thinking something is going on? Would I be wrong if I call him and tell him that he needs to respect the man of the house? Please help. All right. First of all, thank you for your service in the National Guard. We appreciate oh, yeah, that. Yeah. That but, ain't but, what this letter for. <laughs> but listen, gotta say thank Damn, you though. Yeah, we just said that. Gotta say thank you. That ain't what this is. 
But I, I'm saying thank you to him. Listen, uh, you have got to take responsibility for your role in all of this. You really do. He asked you, this other man asked you if you'd be bothered by him spending time with your wife while you were gone. And what did you say? You said no. Okay, so right there, you gave him permission. Right then and there, you gave him permission to come on in. And not only that, you hardly called your wife or your children while you were deployed. Um, you allowed this guy to come into your home, be the man in your own house. And, and you're right. Yes, he does want more than just a friendship with your wife. And unfortunately, your wife does too. She wants more because she's replaced you with him. He spends the night at your house. Okay, you think they're being friends. Then he goes out with your with her, the kids. Uh, I'm sure they look like the perfect little happy family. Uh, and then when you do call now, she won't talk to you. Is, is it that she won't talk to you because you had this affair with this other woman or you were calling someone, you know? Or is it that this man is here taking your place? Uh, yeah, you want to know, should you... Uh, call the man and tell him that he needs to respect the man of the house. It's kind of too late for that. It's kind of too late for that because he's walking all over you and everything you own and have. It's too late to call. It sounds like your marriage is over, sir. Mm. Steve? To hell. Take your time. Sit up in my damn seat. Sit up (laughs) in this ignorant ass lap. The dude is always at my house. First of all, I can't even type this letter. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, my, my fingers is not pressing the keys in the order that says this dude is always at my house. <laughs> no, no, he might be at somebody's house. He ain't finna be at my house. See, M Y H O U S E negates this whole damn letter. My house. Yeah. See, once we talk about my damn house, the rest of this letter is irrelevant. <laughs> my wife and I have been married for five years. You the national guard got deployed, yada, yada, yada. You know, Shirley, thank you for your say. Whatever, dog. <laughs> anyway, my yes, wife has a male you. friend <laughs> right there. Male friend. Mm-hmm. Female friend. Mm-hmm. I done told y'all on this show how many times about these mm-hmm. friends. A lot. Let a your lot. wife be your best friend and, 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 and you be your wife's best friend. Mm-hmm. Two-handed circle in the marriage, nobody else in the circle. If you let anybody else in the circle other than the married people, it's going to be a problem. Thus, the damn letter. This dude is always at my house. <laughs> mm. In the circle. Mm. Now, this is meant that they went on a blind date. Didn't nothing happen. There were no sparks at all. Well, it's on fire now. (laughs) Before I left for my deployment, he asked me if it bothered me if he spends time with my wife and my children while I'm gone. I told him no. See, first of all, I don't know the man that can come to me. That can even swallow his spit and say to me... (laughs) Oh, Steve, <laughs> would you yeah, mind if I spent some while you was, oh, you was on a trip you, while you was taping? Taping Apollo. Yeah, taping Apollo. Or one of them other damn shows you got. Would you mind if I spent some time with your wife and your kids? The foot, man. What, the foot? The foot. Oh, he scared me, man. The foot. Oh, man. Boy. 
When I first left, I hardly called my wife. Recently, I started calling more, and she get upset when I call. What you want? Okay, now she upset. <laughs> what did she say? What you want? <laughs> <laughs> well, you my wife. You don't act like it. Oh, okay. Or well, sometimes he answers. <laughs> Her friend yeah. is constantly over at the house. And when he's there, she won't talk to me. He over there because... He asked you, would it bother you? And you told the man no. Yeah. See, the, first of all, the fact that he even asked you, how old are you? You got to be 20-something. Mm. You got to be in your 20s. And I don't know what black dude is typing this damn letter. I just don't know how this worked out. So, But I'm assuming you are of African-American descent. First of all, you ain't got no daddy in your life because he ain't taught you how to handle your house. And this little thing y'all got called a marriage, this thing is shot. Now, her friend is constantly over at the house again, and when he's there, she won't talk to me. So I started talking to her ex-girlfriend. Things happen that shouldn't happen. My wife found out it's lonely being... How did she find out? You way over there. Thank you. Exactly. How did she find out? You know, everything in this letter starting to be stupid. <laughs> the letter's stupid. You stupid. She found out. Now, here was really stupid. My wife has never forgiven me for this. It's a man in my house. And you sitting up here telling me about she didn't forgive you for that. Right, 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 right. Now, my wife, friend, go out with her and the kids all the time. He's staying overnight at my house. What? <laughs> Hell, yeah. get back to this damn letter. Yeah. Spent the night where? <laughs> we'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we go. Let's recap the today's strawberry letter subject. This, this dude, dude is, is always. always at my house. Now, the dude always. in the military went on deployment. She got an ex-boyfriend that they went on a blind date, but nothing happened. Before I left for deployment, he asked me if it bothered me if he spends time with my wife and my children while I'm gone. I told him no. You stupid. Yeah. You stupid. Mm-hmm. And then that, uh, she he hardly calls while he was on deployment. You start calling more. She get upset when you call. Her friend, who is this man, is constantly over at the house. And again, when he's there, she won't mm-hmm. talk to me. Wow. You stupid. <laughs> so I started talking to her ex-girlfriend and things happened that shouldn't have. And my wife found out. You stupid. Mm-hmm. How you way <laughs> over there and she find out. You stupid. <laughs> it's lonely being deployed. So I wanted to talk to someone. That's stupid. <laughs> you don't say that out loud. You keep it to your damn self. My wife has never forgiven me for that. And you thought she would? You stupid. <laughs> so that's now really my wife stupid. friend goes out with her and the kids all the time. He's staying overnight at my house, and if he ain't staying all night, he don't lead to two and three. Stop calling him her damn friend. Uh-huh. I got buddies. Jane, yeah. we friends? We're friends. I've been over your house to two in the morning. Hell no. <laughs> Junior, Junior, we friends? Yes, I've been over your house to 3 a.m. You ain't never came to my apartment. <laughs> Cause you stupid. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
<laughs> I have told my wife that I don't like this. And I have told her, here's, here's a key line in this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I have told her that he wants more than just a friendship. Boy, you so stupid. <laughs> He's so unbelievable. He already getting more than friendship. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. See, you the other man in the relationship right now. <laughs> you're the other man. It's You're the other guy. He live in your house. He spend the night with your wife. And when he ain't spending the night, he there to two or three in the morning. The kids go to sleep. He tired on your wife all this time. The only reason he go home at two, three in the morning, because he tired. He tired of being with your wife and your kids. Now, dog, I don't know why you wrote us this letter. Then you said in this letter, that after you, here, it's a couple of key moments. This is it. I've told her that he wants more than just friendship. He getting more. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Oh, He's yeah. spanking her everything. Oh, you doing what? Go ahead. Oh. He's spanking her. Go ahead. Because yeah. she's been bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She got her elbows on the dresser looking back over her shoulder. Over her yes. shoulder. Yes. That looks right there. Say it again. At the spanking. Got her elbows on the dresser looking in the mirror, looking over her shoulder at the spanking. (laughs) And it don't hurt. Oh, man. Just stupid ass. And then get the neck, here the stupid line. It's not my wife that I don't trust. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, well, who is it then? Oh, well, help me now, because now, now I'm stupid. Now I'm stupid. It's not my wife I don't trust. Well, who is it? You cannot be talking about this man that you told could stay at your house. Yeah, you gave him permission. Oh, man. Could you go back to the spanking? Am I, hold on one second. Am I wrong for thinking something is going on? You ain't thinking. Shit, she told you. Don't right. call me while he here. I'm mad when you call. He over here all night. He just left at three. How you know he just left? Because she telling you. What is you still thinking for? Why ain't your ass on the plane? That's what I'm about to ask, huh? Where's the line about to Where is you going to get undeployed? <laughs> undeployed. He just can't leave. I would. You at the house spanking my wife. I'm coming to the house. Spank me. <laughs> Any spanking going on in my house, I'm the one doing it. <laughs> Would I be wrong? He, he go, this boy dumber. This, yo, he, he get dumber as the letter go on. <laughs> Would I be wrong if I call him and oh, wow. tell him he needs to respect the man in the house? Damn sure don't respect your wife because he's spanking her. <laughs> he might as well start respecting you because he just thrashing her. Yeah, he's he doing like he want to, but you want him to respect you. <laughs> What's she doing in the mirror? Got her she got her elbows on the dresser, <laughs> looking in the mirror, <laughs> and then looking back over her shoulder at the spanker. Yeah. Yeah. He putting that Bing Rames on her. And then she looked back in the mirror and make the pooch lip face. (laughs) While he's spanking her, she in the mirror with her elbows on the dresser with her face in the mirror making the pooch lips.
That's why she said, don't call when he's here. Man. There's a spanking going on. Can't do me like that. Oh, oh that's why, Jay. He got okay. on your house shoes. <laughs> your robes. Yeah. He got He's shaving with your razor. Mm-hmm. He's daddy too. He using your roll-on. Yeah. Mm. Oh, under. So when you get at the house, it's his hair hey, that's on. up uh, the stick of that roll-on. That's God, it. Though. Yeah, all this true. He got your footies on. Yeah. He drinking out your coffee cup. <laughs> He's sitting in your chair at the head of the table. You actually wow. making me mad. Yeah. Yeah. He ought to be mad. He wore that plaid shirt you like. Oh, His no. favorite. He outside. He on your grill. Mm-hmm. He got your apron Ooh. on with Big Daddy on it. Mm, wow. Protect. No draw. Wow. Hey, dog. Y'all don't have. Yeah. Y'all, y'all don't have a good relationship right now. What? No y'all might as well just go and get divorced, dog. I just yeah. stole that Coast Guard helicopter. Hook up home. with that girl. You ain't going to make it, man. No. And don't do nothing to the man. Don't go back over there being violent. Mm-hmm. Ain't no need of that, man. Just go on and break up. Because you said the man can stay there with your stupid ass. <laughs> yeah. Stupid ass. Right. Oh, I don't see him. What the National Guard want with your dumb man. Man, I stole that helicopter. Can't see <laughs> him Coming up, uh, Steve, you're from Cleveland. People from Cleveland are testy. We'll tell you about it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, the Golden State Warriors took a 2 nothing lead. Steve. <laughs> yeah, in the NBA Finals, they had a 132-113 to 113 win over the Cleveland Cavs in Game 2. Now, after the game, LeBron was not in the mood for silly questions. He just was not having it. While taking questions, LeBron remained amicable uh, after the loss, save for one response to a reporter that asked LeBron, do you just feel this is a case where you just have to defend home court at this point? Take a listen to uh, LeBron's response, please. Uh, They're a different team. They're a different team. Uh, You know, you you guys asked me what was the the difference, and I told you, so they're a different team. LeBron, you just feel this is a case where you guys need to defend home court at this point? Uh, well, I mean, are you a smart guy? I think so. I think so, right? So if we don't defend home court, what happens? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm asking you. Well, yeah, then you guys are looking at getting swept. All right. So that answers your question. LeBron, did you get any or going to need? Did you get any or will you need any ID? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, he's oh, a little testy. Can I, can, I, can I say something about sports? Because I know very little, very little about it. Please uh-huh. say it. it. Just to me... As a person who don't like to lose, you should not have to answer a damn thing once you lose the game. <laughs> you shouldn't. Nothing. No. You shouldn't have no to talk questions. to nobody. Right. None I of these agree. stupid ass questions about yeah. home. I don't know much. I've just got into sports, but that right there yeah. is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> what do you feel what happened? I'll tell you what happened. They had more points than we did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Take that away. You got a tie. Yeah. And I'm it should be. I don't know. Nobody ever asked me. You know, it know is kind of messed up when you get these guys up there, but that's the rules of the league. Don't mm-hmm. You have to attend the press conference. Yeah. For the press and the promotion of the games. They have to go. Didn't they see yeah. the game? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then they should At this have point, <laughs> do you have to defend home court? I mean, you can't lose your two home games. That's the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have to win the two at home. And what happened last year was they lost one at home. And they went back out to Golden State, down three to one. Then they won 
you know, I don't know how. It, man, they won three straight. This five, <laughs> six, seven. Yeah, it's not the same light skin team from last year. That's all I know. Went back out there and won one. Mm-hmm. Then it came back and won, and then went back out there and won it. And it's a different team. They are mm-hmm. better. Golden State is better, but we still here. Mm-hmm. We still here. We is Cleveland. <laughs> We will defend the land. Don't take this ass whooping personal. Personal? Jay. What? You know, Cleveland people are testing. You're still technically the new guy. What, Tommy? Yeah, Cleveland people are testing right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Cleveland right now. So well, I mean, you know, I'm from Cleveland. You know, we're a little testy right now. We ain't no more mm-hmm. testy than Houston. So. Whoa. <laughs> Why you keep throwing up? Tommy, just shut up, Tommy. Yeah, 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 you know, not in I mean, it. I mean, well, you know, I mean, you know, yeah, we tested. Y'all, y'all, y'all don't know the feeling. <laughs> <laughs> if you just be quiet, testy, recognize testy. Like you damn right, we testy. But we testy because we in it. Mm. You tested and lost the damn MVP. Y'all ain't won nothing. You ain't won a series or the MVP. Westbrook took that. Mm. You wanted something in Houston. All y'all got left is Sugar Loaf. But I was oh, immediately yeah. out. I thought he was talking about a player. I'm immediately out. I was, a play. Uh, I, I, didn't I didn't know, know what Who sold pop rate money? Bingo. Oh, <laughs> Tell you that, man. Greatest play ever. Left on the third at home front. <laughs> wow. Two weeks of clothes. At it this point, Joe Osteen is a better player in Houston. But that joke. You like that joke? Hey, That's for you, hey, Steve. Hey, yeah. hey Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> Tommy. Please stop saying Papa Ray. Who told Papa Ray money was a good player? Stop saying that. It was. Okay. It was. Right. It was. It was. Just, but listen to me. Y'all had to stop saying that. It was that. a fine piece why, of why shit. Anybody, anybody it seen it. If y'all feel that way, yeah, but the people who went there didn't tell nobody else. it was else. excellent, man. All there wasn't enough people that knew, though. I packed two weeks of clothes. Y'all had to stop all this. You know, I had a lot of good jokes I wrote in the car. But oh, when I took it out on that damn stage, it was nowhere near as funny out there. I was in the car. I damn near broke the windshield laugh. I was beating on my steering wheel so bad. Got to the comedy club that night, went over my notes, and went on stage with that same joke. I laughed one time for eight exits at the same damn joke. Got off exit nine. Told it and got back on that exit, mind numb inside. Fine piece of theater, Steve. Oh, oh man, I'm you know, I wanna believe what y'all say, but just based on the numbers. But you should have gone, Steve. Yeah. You should yeah. have. Fine. Tommy, why no, don't you bring it back? Go- it, he's not going to bring it back. He never supports service, so that's quick. That's quick. Oh. I don't go to stuff that I don't know this is hit. <laughs> I support stuff after it's hit. So tell everybody. I'm not in the come up business. Uh, but tell everybody no. about the play. No. 
He is stupid. The man is what so stupid. What did he say? Crazy. What did he say? I missed it. What did he say? I, I supported after it's a hit. After it's a hit. I don't support oh, step before that. it's a hit. That's a, that's a shame. That's not support. Who stole Papa Ray's money? That's yeah. the play we're talking about. A fine about. piece of theater, Tommy. Man, I'm I must t- say, my, and well, I'm not saying it because I is. was in it. Yeah. Come on, go Tommy. Tell what it was. Jay was All three of y'all was in it. Yeah, yeah. 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 y'all were left on Thursday. Y'all was back home on Friday. Stage play. Go ahead. Stage play called "Who Stole Papa Ray's Money," and and it's a play about a father that's passed away, and they all in the house looking for this money that their daddy didn't left. That's the thing is that Excellent. they got to stay. Excellent. They got to it stay in this house. It must have been a small house because <laughs> the play was over on Thursday. Hey, hey, man. It was a tiny house. Hey. It was a tiny house. It was, <laughs> it was who stole Barbara's money. They found it. They found it and they had to close the play. Listen, Dr. Ian Smith is coming up next. Our friend, he's going to tell us about his brand new book, Blast the Sugar Out. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, can I do the honors? Go right ahead. Can I do that? All right, our special guest is New York Times bestseller of 14 books and is best known for his Shred Diet series. I did a little shredding with him. His newest book, Blast the Sugar Out, is attacking sugar and negative effects um, negative effects sugar has on our bodies. In the United States, uh, it's estimated that 29.1 million people have uh, diabetes. Diabetes. All right. The yeah. sugar. And an astounding 86 million people are pre-diabetic. All right. The book prevents, uh, presents a five-week plan to blast the sugar out of your diet. And the residential diabetic <laughs> will do the interviewing. We'll, we'll be talking to the yes. doctor residential. since, I, since I, I have it myself. I have the sugar. How you doing, Doc? Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the show, Dr. Doc, Ian sir. Smith. Thank you so it's much. So long. Yes. Yes. It's been a minute, <laughs> man. We won't let that happen again. How about that? No. All right. Thank you. So um, I got your book. You sent me a book in the mail. I started reading it. And this says blast the sugar out. The problem is mm-hmm. sugar is in everything, pretty oh, much everything. everything. Yeah. It's everywhere. So what, I'm what, trying it, to, what I'm trying to teach you with the book is that manufacturers put so much sugar in places that you don't think. Yogurt, protein bars, uh, mm-hmm. you know, certain types of cereals that look healthy. And so in the book, I show people where these sugars are. I teach people how to get the sugars out and how to make smarter choices and better options. Why, why do we have that addiction to sugar and not just sugar, but salt also? We just got to have salt and we got to have sugar. What, what is it about those two things? Well, Nephew we Tommy see? mentioned about the diabetics and pre-diabetics, which are staggering numbers. But millions of people are addicted to sugar because what sugar does is sugar causes your brain to feel good. It, rele- it releases oh. a neurotransmitter or a chemical called dopamine. And the dopamine is what makes you feel good. So the more sugar you eat, the more dopamine you release, the more you want, and you have these huge cravings. In my book, instead of stopping you cold tur- turkey from sugar, and by the way, I'm not trying to eliminate sugar because uh-huh. people live their life without sugar. I'm just reducing amount of bad sugar. So in five weeks, people lose up to 20 pounds in five weeks. They drop their blood sugars by 30%, and then their cravings, they cut their cravings completely out because at the end of the five weeks, they're still eating sugar, but their body doesn't want it as much as it used to. Well, you know, I was talking about, we worked before in, in terms of, you know, getting people to lose weight and talking about diabetes. I've always said there's three types of diabetes, type one, type two, and a type three. A type three is a person who lives with a one or a two. And you have to really change your whole attitude when you live or take care of a diabetic. And why is that so hard? Well, that, 
well, that's why I wrote the book. So this book, Blasted Sugar, it's regular food. Mm-hmm. It's nothing expensive. So, and the meals, there are more than 45 recipes. There are snack options. There are swap outs. But it's food that everyone can eat. So it's not like sometimes, you know, when you have to fix food for yourself and then fix food for the rest of the family. And people tend to do that for a little while, then they get too tired or it becomes too expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my book, all the recipes, all the foods, and you look at the foods. There's grilled cheese. There's burgers. There's lasagna. There's fish. Mm. There's chicken. Oh, it's all regular food. People, the whole family can eat the plant. We got this great Facebook page. It's called Sugar Blasters, right? Uh-huh. One lady last week posted that she lost 10 pounds in a week. There's a truck driver out in Indiana. He lost 15 pounds in three weeks. But even more important, people are coming off their type 2 diabetes medications, and people are supporting and sharing recipes. That's the key, by the way. If you can get some good recipes and some support, studies show you lose a lot more weight and keep it off a lot longer. Uh, what are some good snacks that uh, don't have a lot of sugar in them, Doc? Well, you know... The- Obvious snacks are the vegetables, right? So, you know, uh-huh. carrots and cucumbers and hummus. We don't eat enough hummus, by the way. Hummus, I don't know if y'all like hummus. Hummus oh, is unbelievable. I, you love hummus. I love hummus, Doc. <laughs> I'm a hum- I Doc, love I'm hummus. I'm not a hummus fan. I, I love, love hummus. <laughs> I love it. I just don't know what you grind it up. I yeah, don't know what I don't, you do. I don't know what that is. Listen, guys, I'm telling you right now, I didn't eat hummus for a long time. When I want a snack, you grab some chips or some vegetables and dip the hummus. It's unbelievable protein, uh, the fiber in it. it. just And it fills you up, right, Shirley? Yes, it does. Well, you yes, know, you it make does. it sound delicious, but, so but when you look at hummus, you, just <laughs> don't, you don't yeah, see that. No. You don't see it's that. It's not very attractive. <laughs> no, look like you're spreading cute. mud yeah. is what it looks like. White mud. <laughs> so, Doc, where can they get the book? Yeah, get the book everywhere. It's cheaper on Amazon, but Barnes & Noble's, Walmart. If they have questions, you can email me directly. My email is the name of the book, blastthesugarout at gmail.com. And make sure you join our Facebook group. It's called Sugar Blasters. Lose up to 20 pounds in five weeks and drop your blood sugars. And this is for everybody, not just diabetics or prediabetics. This book is for anyone who wants to eat better and get their life and their energy levels back. So see there, Jay. Well, I'm going to work with it. Yeah, I'm going to try to get some of this weight on. For everyone. If I can get this gut down, I'll be all right. (laughs) I'm going to buy you you some hummus. (laughs) (laughs) There you have it, everybody. Dr. Ian on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Dr. Ian, we love you, Dr. Ian. We love you, guys. See you later. Thanks, Doc. Congratulations. <laughs> All right. Thank you. All, All right. right. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm convinced now, y'all. What? what? What are you convinced about? I think Tiger Woods was on that sugar. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, th- I think he was on that sugar. You know what I'm saying? Are those sugar eyes, Tiger? Them sugar had? eyes right those there. Those don't, don't look like sugar eyes. I don't eyes. know if those are sugar <laughs> eyes, Tommy. I don't know. <laughs> At 3 in the morning? No. Come on. Not a lot of sugar <laughs> in 3 in the morning. He may have been leaving his little cupcake, yeah. but he wasn't no sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, Tiger Woods, I don't know, in case you haven't heard, was arrested. Uh, he says that uh, it was actually a, a reaction to prescribed medication. Wow. So that's what he said. I hope you get past it. Yeah, he, I know, he wants his fans and family and friends to know that um, alcohol had nothing to do with it. That's what he said. Tiger Woods. They got him by the balls now. Golf balls. Yeah, you get away with a lot. <laughs> a lot. You know, if somebody ain't been talking uh-huh, shit, you go. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We let a lot. They got a lot. Yeah, a lot going on. A lot. Okay. <laughs> New to talking. Yes. <laughs> You've had a lot of built up. <laughs> I ain't talked in 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> 
Man, oh, man, oh, man. I hope he gets through it, you know. But it doesn't look like he's on that sugar, though. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, those weren't sugar eyes. Those are not sugar eyes. It, it wasn't a sugar face. It just wasn't, Tiger. But there, it wasn't nothing sweet about no, it. I, I think Steve... Get that. Yeah, Steve said on the show yesterday, just plainly, he needs Jesus. He does, Let's yeah. pray for him. Uh-huh. Let's pray for Tiger. Seriously, because I want him to get back on the on the greens and, and you know, do what he does best. That's yeah, what I want for him. Because he's definitely dealing with the brown. Yeah. <laughs> Liquor. <laughs> Something. Those Something weren't sugar else. eyes, though. We know no, that. Not at all. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And I know, I know I'm going to get some pushback from my nephew. He I was just giving him a Thanks, he's the, you know, master cook and all like this, you know. I'm with him. Yeah, yeah. I Them easy bake ovens is good. Though. I yeah, believe him. He said he can do it. He can do it. Baby ass cooking. He been. Yeah. Easy, mm. easy bake ovens. He on Jay. Yeah, you know. Got the little light. Not an easy baker. The man can really cook. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he always say that. So he can't chase. Tommy, I know. I know. Everybody always say he can. They so supportive of Tommy because they know he fall apart so easy. So Shirley and Carla always I'm are very supportive of Tommy. Always he can cook. Supportive. Man, not on everything, but on the <laughs> no, no, no. Chef no, Boyard no, no. Tommy. Supportive of everyone on the show. No, no, you're not Shirley. You're extra Chef supportive Boyard of Tommy, Tommy. You're because you know he's fragile. on the show. So, I mean, <laughs> what would you say, Tommy? He's a hater. Yeah, you're the hater, everybody. Why are you so? You have hating? no reason so for me to hate. I keep telling you that. Stop know, thinking I'm hating on you. You but don't you, have no oh. reason for me to hate. Oh I don't know that's hate right there. Envy. That's hate I'm right just telling you, let's stop this. It's just <laughs> this is ridiculous. Envious you barbecue you your food and I yeah, barbecue yeah. mine. It ain't. It don't stop is there. This another barbecue yeah. argument. It is. Tommy yeah. can't out barbecue me. He Tommy says got he can. Well, he says. He said he has a nice Maserati. He said he lied about that. Royce worked. Mm. And both of them been on the side of the road. Have you ever heard me since you know me say one of my cars broke down the side of the road? Well, okay, Stephen, Tommy's defense, the the Rolls Royce was because he didn't put gas in it. It's not because it, like, broke down mechanically or anything. Remember okay, that. so what? Well, but Steve, yeah. okay, Tommy got issues with cars. <laughs> he ran out of gas. But he could cook. He, he could see, keyword right there, Rolls Royce. He <laughs> didn't put gas in it. Yeah, he ran out right of gas. Right there, you shouldn't have one. <laughs> Who put gas in your car? A car? You just shouldn't have one at all. Shouldn't bought a Rolls Royce, and you you ain't got a man. Are you upset about the car? What is see, it? I'm not <laughs> upset about the. See right there, right there. See you trying to twist it. But, it's but they always try to you don't you don't feel the hate when you yes. open your mouth and all that run out. No of you. You hell no. <laughs> you got this big ass Rolls Royce, but you got to put gas in it it's right fun. there. It's full of cooking utensils. That's he why I broke it. down. He, he was going to cook. Going somewhere to cook. He can't cook. He can't do nothing about them cars, but he can cook. People you won't have no Rolls Royces, $500,000 car, supposed to have me. To put well, gas in it? People. Tommy, your okay. car was $500,000. That's, that's what you did talk. When you spent a five, that's a half million dollar car. You're supposed to have people. people. Well, I don't well, why have. you got a half million dollar car? See, that's something I said. Why I be trying to teach you? It's levels to this. Stay on your level. Well, what is so what his level, Steve? Yeah, what kind of car should you Tommy got money. Tommy got nice money. What you want so to what kind of car? Tommy make good money. Ain't nothing wrong with a Nissan. I love what kind of car should he? 
What kind of car should he get? I don't know what kind of car you got, Shirley. Huh? What kind of car you got? Shirley balling. Well, what she got, Tommy? I I mean, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be uh, loud. Shirley got a plane. Shirley balling. Shirley flies to work every day. This one over here on my (laughs) right. (laughs) Is Tommy a millionaire? (laughs) Hell yeah, he a millionaire. (laughs) Tommy, you a millionaire? But a soft millionaire, though. What does that mean? He's that mean if you spend a hundred dollars, you're not. That one. mean he a millionaire before taxes. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ooh, yeah. just a random. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I know you can't sing on the back of songs no more. We're doing what's called <laughs> trick radio. So mm. sorry mm. about that. I just mm. goodbye. <laughs> just do uh, it my damn self. I just imagine we, I'm singing a song. I want what, Shirley? Can we give a shout out to our friend Kevin Hart? Oh, yeah. 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 that today. Kevin, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Hart. His movie Kevin did great Martin. over the weekend. Came at number two, twenty three point five million dollars. Captain Underpants. And now his book comes out yeah. today. Yeah, he was our special guest host on Friday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he has a brand new book. I can't make this up. Life lessons. It's, it's a bunch of short memoir. stories. I've, I've yeah. read some of it. Yeah. yeah. Shut up, Jeff. Jeff what? Stop. What did I say now? You um, said short stories. You know stories. what? You, you think did I say something it? wrong? <laughs> you go too far. Of, his book is a bunch of short stories. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, it's in stores today. It's called I Can't Make This Up. Life lessons. Kevin talked about, uh, he'll talk about his journey and all the lessons and, and the wisdom he has gotten throughout the years. So um, pick it up today. I can't make this up. Life lessons. Congratulations. Uh, congratulations, Kev. Nice lesson. Yeah. Also, man, I want to send a shout out to Orlando go. Jones. He came with it. Boy, I want to <laughs> thank you, man. Ladies and gentlemen, if you go to Orlando Jones' Facebook page, <laughs> I can't say none of this. No, you can't. But it feel good. But boy... <laughs> If I could, if I could just take Orlando's head off his Facebook page and put mine on it, you go to Orlando Jones' statement about Bill My Maher using the N-word. Yeah. He is so on point. He laid it out, man. He ain't holding nothing Because that's what it is, man. Yeah. All this fake uproar about you mad at Bill Maher. Really? Come on. We got bigger careful. issues. Much man, bigger issues. On, yeah. Come yeah, on, man. That's true. That dude did the dog. Goodbye, you know. He, he was in that movie with you, Jay. Uh, yes, he was. Drumline, greatest uh-huh. movie ever made. I love that greatest movie, Jay. It was, it was so good. The greatest yeah, movie ever Me made. Me too. Which is what? Uh-huh. Drumline. Yeah. The greatest. Yeah. It was, Jay. Ever made. role in there. Go ahead. You did. Ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, they kill me and think like a man. They didn't even tell me I was going to be dead. They just... <laughs> Oh, they did. It hurt the me so much to my heart the way they killed me. I said, uh-huh. "When did we start shooting," he said, "Oh, you dead? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you passed. Nobody knew you, Jay. You just passed. Yeah, I didn't even know you had died in the yeah. I asked, "What's your boy named Steve? What's his name?" Um, Will Packard. Will Packard. I saw Will oh. Packard right. I said, "Will, so when we start shooting, oh, you dead? <laughs> you ain't know? I had no, I had no 
idea. <laughs> Just as fast as Papa Ray. Yeah. Tommy, Whoa. Whoa. Another D. Oh. Hey, Tommy, I didn't do that one. Another Tommy, D. I didn't. That one came Ooh, from Junior. That came. That came from the little sick dude. Anybody can get hit at any time. We go hard in the paint. What shirt we we do? We go hard in the paint here. You got. Sports, sports quotes, uh, uh, slang. Yeah, we go hard. All of that. We go hard. Same thing they told Papa Ray. You did. (laughs) There you go, Junior. All day today. All right, we got some music. We got some jams. Break some of this ignorance up right here. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it is time for just one more thing. And what just better one time more to... thing. Yeah, what better time to talk... Happy uh, birthday to my son. Your... Huh? Happy birthday what to you... my son. Oh, happy birthday to your son. Okay, happy birthday happy to birthday, Jay's son. son. What's his name? All right. Terrell, happy birthday, son. Daddy's got nothing for you. Nothing. Nothing. Give him a gift. Yeah, that that was it. (laughs) He that ain't. He he, he that ain't. (laughs) Hope your day go good. Happy birthday to Bobo, too. How how old? What's up, Bobo? (laughs) And happy birthday to Bobo. That's right. Happy birthday, Bobo. Bobo. Uh Uh-huh. And now we got to talk. Yeah, we got to talk about the mentoring program. People don't nobody know. Don't know Bobo. We got to talk about What kind of radio is this y'all doing all of Hey, birthday, Bobo. Y'all, ain't never, y'all don't never say Bobo name on the radio? Well, we're saying it today. We said it. It's over. Let's talk about the mentoring camp, Steve. He's so angry. Don't nobody know no damn Bobo. You were hurting Bobo's feelings. Everybody he's LA famous in Bobo. L.A. Yeah, he's famous in L.A. This radio show is in 93 other cities. Bobo's very sensitive, Steve. Well, we just very introduced sensitive. the rest of them to Bobo. I just had a white lady on the Apollo that suffered with anxiety attacks. <laughs> and and I'm going to repeat to you what the dude said from the audience at the Apollo. When I went say? out and told him, this uh-huh. woman, y'all can't boo her because she suffers with anxiety. He said, Steve, go ahead on with that bull blank. This Harlem, we all got anxiety. It's a great line. Boo! And I'm talking about, man, From the gut. From the gut, man. And the puppet. Wow. Man. I can't wait to see the new fella. They was booing this lady so hard. She was ventriloquist. Her and the puppet's voice became the same. What's they no booing you. No, they booing you. They booing you. No, they booing you. <laughs> What's going on? You tell me. You the one bought me out of here. Boy. All right, let's get serious just for a moment and talk about the mentoring camp, Steve. Oh. Your mentoring camp. Uh, it's next week. It yeah, is next it's next week. week. I don't next have the text information in front of yeah. me, but I'm. Well, anyway, let me, let me anyway, talk about the mission for okay, a minute Rich. while you're doing that. It, it, it is to provide outreach to fatherless youth, okay, to fatherless young men. It promotes uh, education, enrichment, one-on-one mentoring, global service initiatives. And, and we're trying to cultivate the next generation of responsible leaders. That's what's happening with the Steve and, Marvie Harvey, Steve and Marjorie Harvey Foundation uh, and the mentoring camp. 
and your gifts can help, all right? That's the most important thing. Your gifts can help Stephen and Marjorie mentor these young men and uh, make them good products of society, okay? You can do that by texting Steve, okay, to 91999, okay? If you want to help, please text Steve to 91999. That is for our giving campaign. It impacts youth, creates dreamers and leaders, and it heals families. All right? I love so it. you know what it is, folks. On the line that when you're getting ready to text, on the line that says 2, you mm-hmm. type in 91999. 91999. Then down in the blocks where you texting, text in Steve. Press send, and then the instructions are there. If you can help us, man, it'd be much appreciated. We are changing boys' lives, man. Yeah, yeah. 250 boys are at the camp this year. Wow. Not to mention the satellite camps that we do around the country. Wow. We try to touch a 1,000 boys. Good stuff, man. Really good It's really, really life-changing, man. I'm going to post some videos of young boys that's graduating, Mm -hmm. young boys that's in the military. And a follow-up program is headed up by a gentleman named Frank Hollum, who does an excellent job. A lot of the boys stay in touch with each other. A lot of the boys walk mm-hmm. away with soldiers as their mentors. A lot of boys have never had a man tell them they love them before. Out at camp, we love them up, man. We love them. Now, our love comes with a cost. It's not free love. You know, mm-hmm. man's love is very different. You have to perform to get his love. That's how it is. You have to earn it. We can't love you, and then you disrespect us, and we keep loving you. That's not how it works out there. So we teach young boys that you have to do the things that you have to do. Most of these boys are very uncomfortable when they get there because their mom's been letting them lay around. And, you know, once they holler at their mama, their mama through, don't want to fuss with them. We, we have time for that. We like hollering back, holler back. <laughs> we like fussing. We like refusing to do things. We like all that. Say it again. Oh, that's important. A man's love, you have to. You have to earn, earn a man's love. Yeah. A mother's love is different. They love you unconditionally. A man's love is based on how you respect him and return it. Now, we'll give you the love and the hugs, but you got to do what we asked you to do. Now, if you don't do that, ain't no more hugs and love. We just got some more other stuff for you. And it it becomes really a great moment, man, at the end of the week when the the soldiers bond and and the mentors bond with these young boys and it changes their lives. Mentoring is never gonna go out of style. It's a necessary part of child rearing and development. You can have all the educational programs you want. If you're not somewhere sitting with these young men talking to them about the values and how to be a man, I'm telling you that education won't do you any good at all. Because if you're not a good person, if you're not a good man, what good is your education? Now you need an education, it's important. There are missions in life that require education. You want to be a doctor, a lawyer, a scientist, a teacher. You got to get education. But you've got to learn how to be a citizen, a quality individual. Take care of your children. Love God. Go to church. Go to work every day. Respect women. Honor women. That's what manhood is. If you're missing those, I don't care what education you got. If you don't, if you don't love God, respect women, take care of your children, you're failing as a man. You're failing, and it's too many men out here who have fathered children who refuse to be a daddy. We teach boys how to be daddies. And and the greatest example we give them is their father, the one that's missing in your life. Now, how would you like to pass that on to somebody else? 
We're working on some things. Texas at send us a message to 91999. Text Steve. Message to 91999. Text Steve. You can help us out. Y'all have a great weekend. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Weight loss. It feels like a constant cycle, like my body's always working against me, pushing back on all of my progress. I learned that anytime I lose weight, my body tries to gain it right back. Finally, I discovered it's not entirely my fault. I know healthy eating and exercise are important, but they may not be enough. So I talked to my healthcare provider about whether a prescription medicine could help me lose weight and maintain it. Together, we made a plan to tackle this, a plan to help lower my risk of future weight-related health issues like heart disease. Join me and make a change for the better. Talk to your healthcare provider about treatment options to manage your weight.